What's going on, people? This is your boy, Cole Jackson. And I am um, trying to introduce or trying to lead into this point five episode where we had a listener letter from eBuggers. Uh, she has been a faithful listener for a while. And she sent us two emails, actually, while we were on hiatus. Now, uh, a couple of episodes ago, we actually read the emails. And it was a bit of... I don't know. Like, I guess Shogun really didn't really know where she was coming from on some of that stuff. So we decided to actually just have her on the show. And we did a nice little Skype call, and it was a good conversation. Now, the it wasn't supposed to go past, you know, a couple minutes because we wanted to be, you know, we wanted to go and get into the show and get the email portion done. And it ended up being a very interesting conversation with her. Um, it is, it was one of those things where we were able to, um, listen to one of, you know, hear from one of our listeners and actually kind of get some insight on where she was coming from with some of the things she was saying. And it just was a great conversation and the conversation went on for a while. So, um, what we wanted to do was make it its own episode or make it a 0.5. So this is actually a 0.5 episode from this week's government name podcast. Again, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Hopefully, we're entertaining you guys. The year's just getting started, and we feel like we're doing a very good job. Um, make sure you guys hit us up. If you want to be a part of the show, you can always, 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 always hit us up uh, via email, gummitspeak, G-U-B-M-I-N-T-S-P-E-A-K, at gmail.com. So, uh, without further ado, we're going to get into the point five episode with eBuggers. We have... Uh, one of our listeners and email. Well, I don't know what it, you put. What name you want? First to and use. foremost, how do we say your name? <laughs> ebug, ebuggers, ebuggers. All right. So uh, we at ebuggers who sent us an email. Yep. A while ago, a couple of and emails. we but we read it last week. And let's see here. I'm not even gonna go over the email again. Oh, they listened to the episode. You listened to the episode and. We wanted to kind of go back over, because I think Shogun had... Mind you, I still have not read the email. I didn't read the email. <laughs> of course you did My nigga, Come I, on, man. I have a full-time <laughs> job, and I'm working like 60-plus hours. I didn't read it. So going off of what Cole was saying last week, I was extremely confused by the email. Now, you are here to actually have a conversation with us where you can make your points clear, and then I can make my points as clear as possible. Fair enough. Do you still have the email, buggers? I can't. You buggers, I can't pull it up right now. Cause I I'm got trying it, man. To, you got it? There you go. See? It's on, through my phone. I what you need it. the email for? We're just going to talk. I know. I just wanted to. Well, don't you want to go hit some points? Sure. She has grievances, right? Nah. Oh. No. That's what the email was about. She <laughs> made a point that saying, hey, you being a lighter skinned guy than me would not understand, was what I was, would not understand, uh, how people could treat you different based on your skin color. I can't remember the actual things you said. Okay, yeah. So I was responding to I was responding to a statement that you, that you Shogun made on the episode. So first and foremost, I want to say I don't have a grievance. Okay, <laughs> so I want to make that clear. All right. <laughs> um, my my the email that I sent was mainly just. You know, hey, you know, I want to I want to try and clarify some things seem like maybe there was some misinformation. This just me like sharing some information, giving you a little bit more con context around that conversation. 
And, you know, based off of what we talk about today, if you still feel the same way, hey, I respect your opinion. I just kind of felt like maybe you needed a little bit more information to make better decisions about your <laughs> about your stance. Right. That's where I was coming from. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> why why is this what? It's funny. That was nothing, not even a joke. I just said okay. Okay. I'll you know me. You've done this forever. Man. Okay, so okay, I'm looking at the email right now. Thank you. Um so <laughs> So the the first part where we where you well I where I was responding to the whole colorism issue, mm. um, I think you made the statement and I can't exactly remember which article or what issue y'all were talking about, but Shogun, I think you made a statement like uh, Cole can't understand why somebody would have a problem with whatever this article was about because he likes skin, so it he was, can't understand why. It was pertaining yeah. to the situation that I had in, the, in my barber shop when my barber was telling me that. But like here in Birmingham, we had a situation in Galleria Mall where a guy got shot and is by the police. And, um, you know, he was just saying, like, you wouldn't understand that because I'm light skinned. And so I had brought that conversation to the show. That's what your barber was saying. Right. That, and then that okay. Cole wouldn't understand it. Right. Right. Okay. And then okay. I think when um, when you chimed in on mm-hmm. it, you was just like, yeah, nigga, you, you light skinned. All right. <laughs> So, okay, so yeah, so that kind of set the stage. So, and just FYI, I don't know if y'all watch Blackish, but they actually had an episode that talk, um, talked about this. I don't watch it, but I watch Blackish. Let me, let me say this first. If y'all honestly sit here and think that I'm going to say that you don't understand, like you don't have sympathy or you can't empathize for somebody in a situation just because of your skin tone, that's foolish. There is a difference, though. Colorism does exist. Yes, I agree. Okay. So the way people perceive you is usually based on your color. So when people have a life, they go through existence, they are being treated some way based on how they look. Right or wrong? I agree with that. Okay. So some things could happen to people who are, i.e., darker skin like me. Versus people like Cole, who is lighter skin, dark skin girls say they get treated different all the time because they're darker. You hear guys talking about, I don't want to talk to these ugly, dark skinned women. That's foolish, right? Yes. Have you heard that before? Yes. That's what I'm saying. Cole has a different experience of life, of life based on how his color has been treating him through life. But for this particular issue, what you suggest is that because Cole is light skinned, well, I'll just tell you how I how, how I heard it. Mm-hmm. It seemed like you were suggesting that because Cole is light skinned, he gets better treatment than dark skinned people. No, he's still a nigga at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, but they don't well, treat him just the same. But he can pass. Like my ass can't pass when if it was no, in the sundown. No, Cole can't t- pass. What? Cole can't pass. He's still a black dude. Man, he just likes he <laughs> a little bit. They might think he an essay. Essays is black too. Everybody well, that's black. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he, he got, if you ain't white. He can be black. transracial. I can't. <laughs> mm. I'm in this body. That's it. That's me. I'm. I'm. I can't change. Wow. Yeah. So uh, I think the way it came off in the conversation, it seemed like you were saying that Cole has a better a better experience with white people because he's light skinned. And that's what I, I think he's with. more non threatening than I am. 
I would disagree. I think to white people, black is black. Light skin, dark skin, black is black. It's the same level of threat. I would agree that Cole might, I think there's an argument to be made that within the black community, Cole probably gets treated better. Not Cole specifically, but light skin. No, not Cole. <laughs> Cole don't get treated like nothing. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think that's a fair, I think that is a fair argument and that's the colorism issue. Why do you say but, that? Huh? Why do you say that? Because colorism exists with, within our community. Like we've been separated, like everything go back to slavery, right? So light skinned our slave the slave owners say light skinned people are better, they live better, they get put in a house, all the dark skinned people was in the fields and they had the hardest work. So we grew up not we not like from kids, but <laughs> as African a slave Americans people, have this in their culture. Yeah. African Americans have grown or over decades and generations that's kind of like built into our psyche that light skin is better, but it comes from white people separating us. But they still see us as they still see us as not not all white people, of course, but it still comes from a place in white America where they see us as animals. So that whole separation content is just it's a way to kind of dissipate our strength as a people. That, that's all that is. So if we're trying to get over that, we need to stop seeing each other as light skin versus dark skin. And we just we just black people of different shades. It's, to me, that's really all it is. Huh. All right. So what I have to say to rebuttal that is most of this colorism thing comes from black people. I've never heard white people talk about the dark skin folks more than the light skin folks as much as I have heard black people. Now that might be because of my environment that I talk to more black people than I talk to white folks. But from where I'm from my existence and from my upbringing, I hear nothing but black people talking about how dark skin people are or how light skin people are. But on the white yeah. side of things, it's more of a class. Yeah. It's, there, it's, it's a class, but no, nah, you, when you dark, when you a dark skinned black person, you see white people clutch their purse a little bit harder. Like you ain't gonna see white people clutch their purse when Obama walked down the aisle. But if because that's Obama, <laughs> you can't. I mean, I'm, okay, a nigga that looks like Obama. When Obama walks down the aisle, or a nigga that looked like him, they ain't gonna clutch it as hard. But if you see a nigga like Tyrone who's dark skinned with a hoodie on, they gonna be like, oh shit. I would say that as a dark skin, I would say that as a dark skin black man in particular, and I'll just be, I'll just be transparent. Please do. I don't recognize that kind of microaggression. Like well, I, I you don't are definitely that. different. You're not the average person. Your thought pattern is completely different from most people in America. I think it depends on who you surround yourself with. Like Most definitely, but not everybody yeah, is so, as educated or as you know open open as you are. I, I, I would agree. But we saying the same. We what you just said is exactly what I just said. That the colorism issue is No, is I think you said with, colorism doesn't exist at one point and I was kind of no, confused by that. That's, no, that's not what I said. No. I said colorism exists within the black community. So when you say that you hear the the conversation around light skin versus dark skin within the black community and you don't hear white people talk about that kind of stuff, I absolutely agree. So like that that's an issue within us. All I was saying was where it, historically where it came from. Like that was that was poison put in, into our into our com, our community and we grew up with that generationally and now it's an issue within us. So but yeah, we're saying the same thing with Zulu lie. 
<laughs> what? Kendry. He said it was a Zulu lie. I don't know what that is. I don't. I didn't do no research. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kendry said it, nigga. He be he super woke. He an Israelite. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So, got that. The next thing I think was about the black fishing. Not equation, yeah, black please fishing. explain all of that because I was so confused. Okay, so I'll, I'll work backwards on that. So I think what I was saying was what the chick was doing from on Instagram, I, that's black fish. That, and black fish to me is cultural appropriation. All it's right. that for it. So if I'm her, you know, I'm, I'm a white girl. But I know there's like light skin or brown or bronzer skin, black women with certain hair and certain beauty features get a lot of attention. So I need to kind of mimic those features to kind of get to get credit for that level of beauty. Because she's not interesting. Huh? Because she's not interesting. That's her basic self. I mean, I saw some of the pictures and she was basic. I mean, she won't ugly, but she was just. A regular white girl to me, you know. That's because you're Swedish. You know, because she's racist. Oh. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> but but to your point, notice she did not Shogun, deny. <laughs> to your point, Shogun, I think that concept of exoticism is what gets right. when I say We're women. Feti- we fetishize. They fetishize against us. Right. So I, I wouldn't, to me, that's not blackface. That is cultural appropriation, whether it's appropriation of culture from black people or, or anybody else that kind of meets that exotic type level of beauty. Right. And I think that's what she was doing. And I feel like that was wrong. Um, if she making money off of it, whatever. I mean, she knew what she was doing and she was wrong for it. You, you got to own your own beauty and stop trying to be somebody that you're not. Like that so, was my problem. So why do they sell makeup? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like this is a trap. <laughs> Most definitely is a trap. But so, why do they sell makeup? From a from a woman's perspective, I think they sell makeup so that women can enhance their beauty. I think that's, that's what to me. That's I think that's word. what makeup. You're almost is. out of it. So if you owning your own beauty, you wouldn't need to buy these products, correct? I. But no, as an I enhancement, you're, you're fine to enhance your beauty, right? Yeah, so but the line so is the difference they, between I'm trying I'm trying to enhance what I already have versus trying to change and be and have something that I don't have. So, so if I have full lips, so why is it a change? So if I have if if I had thin lips and I went and got Botox to make my lips bigger, that's a change. I won't born, you know, that's not natural for me. She didn't do that. Okay, I'm not saying that's what she did. I'm just responding to your question. Okay, I'm just speaking on makeup only. So you go buy makeup and you put it on your face to cover up a blemish. You know, you're enhancing the beauty that you have, insinuating your beauty marks to make sure that you're more more appeasing to people. Where's the problem? There's no problem right there, right? No, I don't think so. Okay, I mean, so depending on who you talk, I don't do that. Yourself. But you can you change know? <laughs> your hairstyle. You know, you can shave it. You can updo. You can do whatever. Braid it. You know, you change it a little bit more. Enhancements till you finally get to that fine wine, the product that you've been putting together for so long until now you look like a goddess. To yourself, sure. No, no, no. Not to yourself, <laughs> to the outside world because now people are paying you. 
people are giving you and putting you on a platform where you're making money doing what you see is working. Okay. Because you enhanced yourself. Okay, but you didn't change the color of your skin. You changed no, you. <laughs> you took the hair that you had and you put it in a new style. You got the lips that you was born with and you changed the color of your lips, but you didn't change the color of your skin. No, and you didn't make your lips larger, or you didn't make your nose. You didn't change the shape of your nose or get surgery. Now, I just want to put out a disclaimer that's saying whatever you feel like you need to do to feel better about yourself, I ain't gonna hate on nobody for that. I have a problem if you are a white person and in order for you to make money, you change the color of your skin or the makeup of your look to look like you are a person of color. That is different. That is not the same as I put on makeup to enhance my natural beauty or, you know, whatever. That is, I'm trying to look like somebody else. So like I said on the episode, the problem comes is as soon as you put the shit on your skin to change it, to make it darker, that's where the issue is. Yeah. Okay. The issue isn't that she's making money off of it. The issue is I that never, she, I never said that that was the issue. I, I well, was that's saying, what I'm saying. Like, yo, I ain't mad that she darkened her skin to get paid. I'm definitely not nigga. I'm mad that, that she darkened her skin. What's wrong to with you? Like, Why you hate on a motherfucker getting paid? <laughs> that's not at all what I said. That's not at all what I said. Yeah, what I said was, words, but she when, is definitely. I don't care if she doing it and she getting paid or she doing it and she broke as fuck. Oh, so you agree the with fact me. is that she doing it and she shouldn't. You be. just agree with me. That's it. You don't care that she getting paid. I don't care that she getting paid. Right, then. Ain't no but she perpetrating she's perpetrating a, is a she lie. Perpetrating? She just enhanced herself. No, she didn't. You saying she, two she separate enhanced things. herself as a No, you said enhance. Right? You brought that terminology into this conversation. Whether I brought it in a conversation or not, you just said two separate things. Either I'm mad because she enhanced her beauty or I'm mad because she getting paid about it. And no, I was just trying those, to figure out what you were mad about. things is what I said. I I'm, so to... what point are you making right now? Because maybe if you make your point, then I can I can. Okay, I'll you. make my point. My point is that I was not mad that she put shit on her skin to make herself look darker or to quote unquote enhance herself so she can get paid. I wasn't mad that people were mad. I was more... I was okay with what she did because she was just getting a check. Now, was she finessing the company? Yes. Was she finessing the people? I don't know because advertisers use Photoshop. I don't feel like that's fair because that's putting out a, 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 a ideal or a product of people. They're putting out an image that's unattainable, right? Would you agree with that? Yeah, but I think that's a different conversation. So, okay, so let me reverse it. So let's say... I'm a my I'm a dark skinned sister. And I hope you, you know, are sure you look like one. Huh? You you are darker skin, right? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm darker skin. Right. No contour. Let's say that no, I'm a no makeup. I'm a model and I make my money off of, you know, modeling or whatever. I know more. And I'm, I get like a, the cover of a magazine. Now everyone's seen me. I've, I've been out, you know, I've been on a red car, whatever. Mm. Everyone's seen that they've seen that I'm a darker brown skin sister. But I get on, I get on magazine, you know, whatever. And they, like you said, they Photoshop me, and now all of a sudden I look way lighter than what I am in person. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? No, it's not. Why is that not fair? Because she's not, that's not what she is, right? Okay. So, so how is the it same okay way- that someone who is white or light 
Let's take out the fact that she a white woman. No, no, no. We got to leave that in there. That's the most okay. important part. So the issue is, is with white, your example that you brought up is that we already knew who she was before. We didn't know nothing about these white bitches before they started putting they, that color on their skin. We didn't so give a we fuck shouldn't about care. Them. We shouldn't care after we figure out that, oh, she not black. So that don't matter after we, after we find out. No, it definitely matters. You guys get upset about it. Me, I was like, all right, she finessed. She made pay. She got money off of it. I wasn't mad. Okay, sugar. Oh, so you just kind of just like, oh, you got me, bitch. <laughs> That's what you just like, oh, you got me. Kind of. I got fooled. I mean, you ain't you ain't gotta be. It's not about whether or not. Like, I don't I don't know that chick. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't, you know. I got I got a little upset with her. Black Twitter because they get upset about everything. You know, okay, if it's if it's the makeup, <laughs> if it's the shea butter. I mean, there's some righteous stuff to be mad about. But saying that she taking money away from black people because she's getting paid by, you know, by looking like a black person. I wasn't really agreeing with that. I think I do think that's a fair argument. And I think when you when you when you look at the history of beauty in this country in particular. So she's Swedish. And so I don't know where she getting paid from. But in particular, when it comes to beauty in this in this country, Black women, particularly dark black women, have been excluded from, you know, that concept of beauty here. So in, uh, historically, if you was dark and you was nappy, you was not pretty. So now that it's like when we was talking about exoticism you really earlier, like a nappy chick? Like you really got to do a lot of work to make that nappy look look beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I think that's your personal opinion. No, when they have that <laughs> short hair with the little sponge, that's that's dope. But if you nappy like you just woke up and you your shit all wild and shit, that's bad. I mean, everybody is supposed nappy to has me, always I been mean, a negative word until we flipped it. So I feel like everybody should do. I I think it's important for everybody to try to take the time to be to look their <laughs> to comb best, your hair. like whatever that is. Like my beard right now is nappy. The shit doesn't look right. But I mean, you just need a little oil comb that out. That ain't no big deal, you know. <laughs> but nobody. <laughs> See how she just said comb it out. <laughs> See, but and you can get but, your, uh, your, your beard comb from, from our Patreon. Okay. <laughs> but I don't think, and I feel you like I don't agree with getting mad at every little thing, but I do think it's fair to call out. I think it's fair to call out, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily this is injustice, but I think it's fair to call out sh- bullshit. And that for me, that's what this is. Like, a oh, lot she of bullshit I, going on that motherfuckers let fly every day. So, because somebody let one thing fly as bullshit, we can't call out something else that we that we believe is bullshit. So you one, you can't fight every battle. So that for me, that's the first lesson. Yeah, I can't I can't be mad. I can't have time what to call out about every European. You said something about Europeans, and that really threw me for a loop. The European look. Well, I know I was like I said. Well, isn't it the same? Okay, so I did say. Isn't this the same thing as like if black women straighten their hair, they changing their look, trying to like, you know, I don't know. That's that comment so, has been getting me tons of flack. I know there is naturally born darker skinned people who have blonde hair, blue eyes, straight hair, all that kind of stuff. I get it. But the culture change is the problem that I see. So. I would argue, and you know, there might be some listeners that disagree with me, but I would argue that there's no such thing as white culture. That's, that, that was the <laughs> issue. That's what got yeah. me heated. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
because whiteness didn't exist until there were black people in the United States. Like the concept of white is like, that's some made up shit. There's European, there's Nordic, there's Swedish, there, you know, those are ethnic, those are ethnic, lighter skinned people of the world. But whiteness is not an ethnic identification. They're like, there's no such thing as that. So, so whiteness the Ku Klux Klan just came up the, with their own white flags. They were just like, we white people, white superiority. Superiority. Whiteness is a concept that is used to derive superiority over people of color. Like it's it's not about cu- whiteness is not about culture. It's about supremacy. So, but that's I don't want to get too far into that. But no, no, I think we need to keep going because I don't know anything about this. Um, I'm trying, but that's pretty much all the point I wanted to make about that. But to the point that you was making about black women straightening their hair, weave, all of that kind of stuff. What I was saying there was, yeah, I think historically the European concept of beauty, blonde hair, blue eyes, you know, yeah, fair skin. That's that's been the standard forever, right? Yeah. And I don't think that that is cultural appropriation when black women try to mimic that, but I do think they've bought into the idea that the way I am, the darker my skin, the kinkier my hair, whatever I am as a natural born black person may not be as beautiful unless I look like you know, the lighter skinned chick from France or wherever. Well, the problem so, is, is when they try to change it and then they get like fired. Like I have a story today on that on the show where an actual newscaster changed her hair from the straight perm hair to a actual natural look and they fired her ass. Yeah, I saw that shit on Facebook and, you know, I'll be I've had this similar. Well, I ain't never been fired for it, but when I. When I, I remember not too long ago after I graduated from college and I started, I used to wear my hair cut really close, like a brush cut. Yeah. And I started to grow my hair out and I wore like a, a fro. And my mom, who is a good, bless her heart, she's a good Southern Christian woman. And my mom, you know, no one's going to hire you with your hair like that. You know, and I remember when I first started my locks, no one's going to hire you with your hair like that. So I think there's this pressure for black women to to mimic or mirror certain standards of beauty. That's what it's if they ain't gonna hire you. You kind of well, I've never had to. And I think honestly, I feel like the bigger problem is because if we don't accept ourselves and our our natural beauty, nobody else will. I ain't saying that all black women gotta have, you know, natural hair. Like I don't believe in it. You where would the fuck you wanna wear? But I think if within our community, if we don't love ourselves for who we are and what we look like naturally, we can't expect anybody else to either. So she been hosting her show with straight hair this entire time. And then she just show up one day with her natural kinky hair. She got approval. She oh, she got approval before she did for it. And it took him a month's time to give her approval. But once she did, she did. She came in and then uh, it didn't take too much longer for that shit to end. Yeah, so for me, that's not, I don't know enough enough about the story, but just on the surface, that sounded like a lawsuit to me because oh, yeah. it sounded like she did it the right way. She had a brand. She wanted to change her the look of her brand a little bit. She got approval for it. She came in, and they was like, nah, we don't like what you're doing right now, and then she gone. So that, well, I that's mean, why hire a black person if you don't want a black person? 
And that's the other thing. Yeah, we want a black person, but we want a black person of a certain. We want a black person of a certain you want physical. An Obama, somebody who can talk that talk, and still step in and blend in with both crowds. Yeah, and I think that's part of. For me, I think that's so the problem with us. Sometimes Obama we all we want to blend in. We, I, if you born to stand out, why the fuck you working so hard to blend in? So, <laughs> like that's Dang, that's that's dope. I like that's that. A good, that's <laughs> like, I like that. That was actually yeah. yeah. So I, I, my, I work in corporate America. I've 20 years working in corporate America, fortune 100 companies. I've always had natural hair. Um, I go to work. I, my, my nails be fire. You know, I mean, I'm. (laughs) Oh shit. All right. Ain't no city girl around here. (laughs) You don't need nobody to pay nothing. (laughs) Quit a job, still fleek. I'm black all day. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I mean, I think it's the difference between being a hundred percent black at work and being a hundred percent yourself at work. I don't mm-hmm. think you can be, depending on where you were, you can't be all of yourself. Yeah. I definitely have be, to have a filter at work. Yeah. You got to have a filter, but you're still a black man and ain't no reason for you to try to hide the fact. I can't hide it. You can't, I can't hide blend it, right? in. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm hundred percent me. You can't hide it. I can't hide it. You know, I, I wear locks. I, I interview with my locks. I well, whatever hair, natural hairstyle I wear, that's what I interview with. But my philosophy is if I know my shit, if I'm professional, yeah. I mean, the first thing people see about me is what I look like. But I'm here to interview. I'm here now. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to listen to me. So if you don't like what I got to say, that's fine. If you don't like the way I look, I don't want to fucking work with you no way. So... I'm going to be me all day, every day. And I, ultimately, as a community, as black people, we got to stop trying to change to fit into somebody else's standard all the time. You know, we and everybody doesn't have, I recognize that everybody doesn't have that, that flexibility. Sometimes you need to, especially if you, for example, you're a new grad, you straight out of college, you ain't really had, yeah, you know, you got to play the game a little bit. But at a certain point, when you gonna start playing somebody else's game and being like, all right, he, you know, I don't prove, I've proven myself. I can step, I can stop, I can stop this pretense, and you know, that's where I come from. Mm. Okay, oh, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm solid. <laughs> ain't no, no love lost. Ain't no bad blood here. I was just confused by the couple of things that we talked about. I mean. On this podcast, the majority of the topics, we have topics that we talk about, but when we're talking, we are free-flowing. Like, we yeah. do not plan none of this shit, so most of our reactions are re- are legit. Yeah. Like, I don't show him my topics. He don't know. He don't show me his. And so, we're going to speak. I appreciate that about y'all, too. There's one thing, that's one thing I love about listening to the podcast is everything is completely, like, completely authentic like i can tell like so if shogun reads the article or has a reaction and cole's like what the fuck like yeah, yeah like yeah. I, yeah. it's literally like you know it's we all as we we have conversations with our friends and we don't we think we know where people coming from all the time until we have a conversation where we got a bit of a conflict or a com- confrontation and it ain't nothing wrong with that and i think you know? that's what i'm trying to cultivate is a uh a culture of a, actually a safe space, a true safe space where you can say what you want to say, where you can actually be wrong, and then we can, like we doing, talk about it. And that's yeah. the cool thing. Like we are not afraid to be wrong, and then kind of yeah, be corrected, be corrected, or figure <laughs> this shit the fuck out. 
Yeah. <laughs> like if we're wrong, like it's just like, well, I got I got another story about some transsexual stuff, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> These niggas is going too far. <laughs> and I feel like I should have the right to be able to say them niggas is going too far. And I'm not talking about <laughs> niggas. I'm talking about them transsexual people. Everybody's well, niggas to you. You know that. So like, I know y'all know I did two emails, um, and that's kind of the point I was making in that second email is that you can say whatever the fuck you want to say, right? But Whatever you the say, ramifications it, are real. Yeah, it's ramifications and consequences to this shit. And if you believe what you're saying, you got to be willing to kind of stand some of the heat or the the, the blowback that you get. Yeah, and I usually do. We all suffer that. Yeah, I'm just trying you know? to just chill out more because people have told me that I get heated for no reason. But I love that. <laughs> See, niggas want me to be the animal. <laughs> all the time. The light so when I get shot and killed, <laughs> I'm not gonna let that happen to you, man. Shit. You still black, nigga. I, I think, I, me personally, Shogun, I don't want you to be. I think sometimes I listen to you on the on the podcast, and I feel like you angry. Like it's one for me. It's more like Shogun got an opinion. Shogun has a perspective, but I don't necessarily want you to be angry. And I do feel like you be angry sometimes. Yeah, I'm like, Jasmine. It ain't, it ain't I, I know a lot of people were mad about me and Jasmine conversation. She just got on my nerve that day. Right? <laughs> she won. She won the conversation. She got the best of me. <laughs> so I was just like, you know what? Enough of you. This is my show. You're not going to come over here talking that shit. <laughs> and click. <laughs> so, I mean, but yeah. Shout out to Jasmine. When you was talking about people being like, like it's too much wokeness around here. Everybody just so woke, so woke. Like, I feel you on that, you know, and... I personally, this kind of goes back to picking your battles. I personally feel like, you know, we, this is my second email, you know, we're in this place of hyper consciousness where we got to react to everything. Yes. And because people is reacting to everything, like you said, we missing the forest for the trees. And, you know, yeah, we all recognize there's some fucked up shit in this world. You know, we get tired of being a butter, from a black perspective, we get tired of being a butter of other people's jokes. Yep. Um, you know, we, we get tired, but we can't lose sight of, we can't lose sight of the the bigger picture. I think and our so, message yeah. and our fight has been diluted because yeah. we are so outraged on everything. I think right. that's the problem too. So. Our PC culture has gotten us to the point of not knowing what's important as far as what to be mad about. And it's not new. I don't want people to think that PC culture is new because we used to didn't talk about religion, sex, and uh and, and politics. Mm-hmm. Now we mm-hmm. do. We just have yes. platforms. It's to too do much it. sometimes. Yeah, yeah, but segregation is happening now more than it ever has back in history. I mean, we are putting ourselves in these cultivated boxes. If you go to your timeline, it's only like minded people with like minded ideals. Uh, friends who have the same ideas. I mean, you're not. But that's ex- because you have to, because you don't want to get in trouble for thinking differently. I think people are afraid to think differently. Yeah. And that's I why agree. I try to. I a lot of the stuff I, I bring to the show, I do have my personal opinion about it, but then I do have to. I don't want to sit here and agree with Cole on everything. That that comes up as a boring conversation. It's like two <laughs> niggas saying the same shit every week. So we got to have a little bit of discourse. So I try to find a new angle to explain it. And I mean, I think that's fair, you know, and, and part of being an enlightened person is being able to argue both sides. I, well, mm-hmm. I'm a dark skinned nigga. I'm not enlightened. <laughs> <laughs> no enhancements here. <laughs> you a dark skinned nigga, but you an enlightened thinker. So I, I respect you. I respect you, brother. Yeah. You know, 
Well, well at least yeah, I, I mean, get the thinker part. That's that's cool. Wow. <laughs> we gotta be. I think all of us, you know, this not this not just the black things. It's just a you know, we all living in this society. We have to be. Uh, we have to have to me. I think we have to be able to see points on both sides of the argument. Right. Now, for me, it's just some shit like you know, we should be able to agree that it's just some shit is just wrong. You know? <laughs> Can you give us an example? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, uh, <laughs> um, and we all should be able to agree that R. Kelly shouldn't be the only one to go down for this shit. Um, that he is a circle of people around him that made the whole all of this. Cat. You know, you fake a marriage certificate with a fifteen-year-old, my nigga. No, how mm. you allow a nigga to go to the high how school? You, how you, no, that that happens. Niggas still yeah. pulling up at the high school. Oh no! And, but everybody knew that. Like that was my thing. So Mark many Kelly. people knew, <laughs> you know, and they all you know. Beep, beep. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, y'all knew this shit. Nobody went to the cops. Nobody, you know. Oh, you know, I told him. I like, mean, because the know, checks was rolling in. Niggas get niggas shut up when they getting paid. Hush yep. money does exist. Yeah, I I agree, and you know that's the fucked up part about. It. I think the other part about it, and I feel like as a community, this is the part that we miss. Um, is that black girls tend to be held responsible for how other people see them. So it's like, like I grew up, you know, I'm from the south, and I grew up with the whole concept of don't you be out there being fast, you know, you know, <laughs> like, I mean... and when you a little kid. Like, I don't know what fast, what is fast? I'm just out here playing and having a good time, you know, and put, put your, you know, you playing with your friends, your little shirt raised up a little bit, pull that shirt down. Like, I'm just playing. I'm just having a good time. You was out there but black, fast? Sound yeah, like your shirt was popping up and everything. <laughs> Jesus. But I think, I think black girls tend to be held responsible for grown men sexualizing them like it's something i think we see black girls as doing something to be sexualized where if the situation was reversed if it was a little white girl or a group of white girls we as a society not you know specifically black people but as a society i think we tend to have a little bit more sympathy you know oh you know that that, that's that's so terrible girls having a wild night and then when it's when it's black girls it's ghetto yeah, yeah, you know, and and it's worse. Like, um, I think I I read some data. I have to look it up, but I read this I read this article, and it was talking about how, um, like there's a particular threshold of you know for girls in this country. So like, and I think it said like girls, black girls are seen more as sexual objects starting at the age of eight. I think. But white girls are seen more as sexual objects like at 14, 15 or something like that. So and I'm I'm not using the right language, but that's, you know, that's kind of like the gist of it. It's like at a certain there's a certain threshold for each demographic where, you know, we start sexualizing them as a society. And it happens earlier for black girls. And this whole R. Kelly thing, like I remember when I started hearing the rumors about it the response from the people around me was like, well, they, you know, they, they out there being fast and da, 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 da. And I'm just like, but they like 14, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, that ain't right. You know? yeah. They, they responsibility was never put on R Kelly. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, the, I, all of this, I, I will say my personal opinion about it. 
R. Kelly is surrounded by people who are trying to use him for their own, you know, benefit. Mm-hmm. And he's I, also doing the same to them. Mm-hmm. So if they're not useful, he's not going to keep them around. Of course not. Yeah. It just sucks yep. that he's making these girls do the things that they're doing just to get a little bit of money. Yeah. I mean, it's sad all the way around, but I ain't got no love for that nigga. Oh, he dude. need to go under the jail. <laughs> I think and we just need to let that him go to him jail. I literally just said, let's just go ahead and take him out. You did say kill him. <laughs> let's just take him out. He's so, done his do. He's done his dirt. Death take is him. too too easy for niggas like that. You need to put him in jail and let them get raped. You know what? You need to have him. Let that power get taken away. You ever see him. a hard candy? Yeah. I have. Watch hard. So <laughs> that shit is real, yo. I ain't gonna watch this shit. <laughs> Sound like somebody got fucked up. <laughs> oh, they <didn't>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watch this movie called Hard that Candy. Kind of that shit is real. It's, it's it, no it, candy, I guess. It, no. <laughs> That's some street ain't going nowhere for It basically explains. It basically. The premise of the movie is a guy who's a pedophile who preys on this young girl mm-hmm. and he takes her back home, and that's all I can tell you. Okay. Let's just say he doesn't succeed. It ends badly for him. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to happen for R. Kelly. I mean, he's no longer useful. The dollar value of him is dropping dramatically. And so his Wait, time. Wait, that nigga dollar value ain't been high? Or it's dropping even more. Sony yeah. dropped him. I mean, he's, he's no longer relevant. It's, it's time. The culture is calling for him to come, you know, come to court. And I think that's the change. That's a societal. That's a societal change in this in this culture too. Where you know when you know I ain't gonna get too far in the pendulum theory because I know they had y'all fucked up when I wrote about that. I mean, but it, it makes sense. It's just society is changing. Yeah, and our pendulum has swung to this level where we are more conscious about these things than we were before. Um, when which is sad because. You know whether he's a celebrity or not. Like people should, sh- people should have been this actionable about this when the rumors came out. Like even if he was acquitted, it's like if 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 there's all of these rumors about him in the industry, why would I feel comfortable working with this man? Even acquitted or not, um, I don't think I feel comfortable working with him. You, like you know, say say it again. Do you like Drake? I do. I like some of the music. same thing is being said about Drake. Would you go to a Drake concert? Nah, I well, I've never been to a Drake concert. Would you? But if you got a free ticket to go and a backstage backstage pass, would you go? No, probably not. not? I mean, and I haven't like I haven't heard. I don't know these rumors around. Like this is the first time I heard about this. I was just trying. One, there are rumors about Drake. I don't know if they're true. And two, I was just trying to make an equivalent to somebody somebody that you actually accept right now. Yeah, if it's somebody that. I, I think I think for me, you know, like I now that we're so aware that R. Kelly for so many years has been able to get away with this, I would hope that if Drake is guilty of this shit, I would hope somebody pay attention to it and like really investigate. Like I don't think it's really just R. Kelly. I think it's the music industry. Like yeah. they prey upon people who are naive. It's the it's the it's the celebrity mentality in general. It's like the, I think the idea is when people become celebrities, they are surrounded by people that just want to get what whatever they want. Like I'm gonna get it for yes, like man. you said, you no, know, I'm, I'm gonna say yes to everything because that makes me useful. I'm not gonna question anything. And so as a celebrity, they get this idea that 
everything is mine. You know, like I can do whatever I want to and people just going to let this shit happen. So mm-hmm. I think that's the culture of celebrity altogether. It's not just music. It's it's everything. And we got to start holding people accountable for the for the decisions that they and stop being a part of their shit. Like that's that's my thing. How you a part of this shit? That's what made me mad. Like when I watched that documentary and the old dude was like, yeah, you know, I had some papers made up because Leah was 15. So, you know, I don't feel good about it. Nigga! Like, for That's real? what I'm saying. It's like a 15-year-old child. About it, like, eh. Yeah, we fucked them up. We, we broke the law. <laughs> but we all here. You know, she did. We're getting the back Are now. you serious right now? I mean, why would you go on a documentary and say that shit? Yeah. So, and I asked that question um, to my news feed on Facebook and um, apparently like there's some, the statute of limitations is out for a lot of these claims. So a lot of people going on this documentary and they're not going to get indicted or they're not going to have to go to court over a lot of this shit. Hey. And because of that, I think the district attorney, I think there was a bill signed to extend the statute of limitation, um, in, in the that. state of Illinois, which is good. Um, but I feel like, I don't think the statute of limitation is out on civil claims. Um, mm. Something need to happen to these people. Like, you can't go in this documentary and shrug your shoulders and be like, yep, I helped him rate 14, 15 years old, and then just walk away from this shit. Nope. Mm-mm. Somebody need to hit you in the head with a brick, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Look, it's I'm hard not, enough life. I'm not going <laughs> to. Yesterday was Martin Luther King Day, Junior Day. I'm not going to allow brick hitting jokes on this podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that just, it's not going to fly on here. Oh, God. And look, she is so none bothered by that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I got Martin I got one King more thing. Agree with me. <laughs> say say that again. I said I think Martin Luther King would agree with me. I think he would too. One <laughs> he last thing, since you listen to the podcast, what you you kind of said that it was about the authentic authentication authentication. Wow. You you said what? Why do you listen to the podcast? What draws you to it? Um, I like, a, well, aside from the music, um, I, I used to consider myself to be like a big music head, particularly hip hop. And because, you know, I'm so focused on my career and I stay busy doing other things. And, you know, I think I've kind of lost that uh, passion for new music that I used to have. So I appreciate when y'all talk about like what you're listening to and I make notes. So I can kind of go back and find some of these artists that I'm not as familiar with. So that's one um, the other thing is, I like all of the stuff y'all talk about. I don't necessarily agree with everything y'all say. I hope um, you don't. We don't want you to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think I like that y'all are having a discussion. I think there are articles and things that you bring up, and I think that there are points that are being made that, you know, from a black perspective as a black community, I think we miss a lot of these points. Um, so for a really good example, and I don't, you know, I don't know if y'all gonna be talking about this, but you might have heard about that Native American man that got surrounded by the kids <laughs> with the mega hat. So the everybody... reason why Cole is laughing is because he is gonna talk about that today. Oh, okay. So, so I apologize. What's your, no, no. What's your opinion about it? <laughs> um. So everybody, like all of my news feed. Oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. You know, these little privileged white kids or whatever. Um, but we don't know how they got face to face. And I was watching the news today and somebody had shown another video of this Native American man actually walking up to this group of kids. And I think what happened was 
the they were have the Native Americans were having this kind of demonstration slash display. Um, and the kids on the other side of like wherever they were standing, like the other side of the walkway were like chanting and, you know, like kind of hazing them or whatever, like making fun of this group. And so this one, this elder, you know, he's beating his drum and I think he walked over to kind of confront them. So we keep seeing this picture of all of these white kids with MAGA hats on surrounding this native American man but that's all we see. We don't know how how did how they came to this place. So one, I feel like it was fucked up that they taunting these people who are out here, you know, to there wasn't a protest. I think it's something that they do like every year or something like that. Yeah, and they're, I, and I, they're indigenous uh, activists is what they are. And it's uh, it's a, a protest that they do have every year. But okay. well, I'm going to dig deeper into it when we get to the okay. when we get to okay. the rundown. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they out there every year they doing their thing and I think it was fucked up for these little these kids to be taunting them. So, yeah, that's problematic. Um, but I do think when he walked over to confront these kids and he stood there, there was a snapshot and that's all people seeing. Everybody's like reacting like, "Oh, you know, they, they attacked him." And I'm like, "No, nah, I don't think that's what happened." Right. Um, and we but also and don't hear a lot about this. Uh-huh. That's the news coverage that I'm always complaining about. We, yeah, it's news sensationalism. News is so left-leaning right now. Like, even if you don't agree with Donald Trump, like you just said, there's no information out there that questions whether those kids ran up to him or not. Right. You know, so... And yeah, and as as citizens in this country, I think before the, again it goes back to reacting the first thing we see and you know reacting emotionally to everything. Before we have an immediate reaction to something and start like posting and reposting and retweeting everything that we heard somebody else say about it, we should question like, how did they get to this point? Like, did you know like this? How did we get here? Like. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. So that's, and that's that's, that's kind of what we try to do. We try to at least give a different point of view and then checks and balances. Yeah, checks and balances. Yeah. Keep it even. Yeah. So I appreciate y'all checks and balances and everything that you discussed on the show. It's it's full of hilarity for me. I love the jokes y'all make, even the ones that are sometimes tasteless. Uh, <laughs> we have several of those. I, she looked at me when she said that. We have the, several the of those. Yeah. Well, I mean, y'all, y'all funny as hell. Y'all keep me laughing. I be in the office and, oh, Ebony, what you laughing at? Nothing. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you can't share it. You can't. <laughs> I be trying to figure out how I'm gonna share the podcast with people. And I'm like, man, I can't share this. <laughs> you said some shit that was a little too racy. <laughs> we gonna get there. We getting there. So yeah, I, I love y'all. I love what y'all are doing. Thank just, you. just Thanks, keep Trey. doing. It. I appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, continue to listen. Please share with your friends and your timeline. Like-minded people. Uh, I'm trying to improve. We both trying to improve. We want this podcast to do a little bit better. Uh, Growth. Grow some more. But you know, it's not just about us. We have a whole network. So if you like music, you really need, well, I know you like music, but since you like hip hop and you want to go deeper into it, you need to listen to the Social Introvert Podcast with my man Sid Davis. He goes way deeper than we do. Mm -hmm. And he listens to way more music than i do so check him out he's he's with the byk radio family yes 
So is Rain Coleman. Well, but you already know about Rain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know Rain. Rain yeah. Cool. He good people's man. So, that nigga yeah. is funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how he be doing he that shit. But so much stuff in. Shit, I be rolling. <laughs> But we got we to gotta go. We ooh, yeah. we took a lot of your time. But yeah. thank you. Thank, thank you. you for coming in and Skyping with us, man. We appreciate that. And if you ever have any questions or thoughts or something, you know, you can send us an email or a video message since you have a camera, you know. And okay. I'm trying to see this black beautifulness. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And if I send y'all an email, I will keep it to at least. No, no, no. no. Keep it. <laughs> keep that same energy. Yes, please. All the time. <laughs> we just can't read. That's all. <laughs> we, we read bad. I just got to the eleventh grade. Hey, you almost there. Man. Almost there. Thirty years. Look, y'all, 30 years y'all still doing better than the president. <laughs> y'all read better than the president. So. Man, if I I should make a checklist of all the things I do better than Donald Trump. <laughs> it's a long list. Man. It's a long it's list. A long list. You should do it. It's a long list. You should do that. I right, buggers. Thank you for joining the Appreciate show this it. week. We appreciate Thank you, you, fellas. Yes, man. I love yeah. the conversation. Appreciate y'all. Yes, appreciate, man. appreciate thank you. you. Thank you. Take it easy. Bye. Peace. Man, that was a great conversation. Um, really appreciate you, buggers, for for actually being willing to get on the Skype with us and and kind of go back and forth. It turned out to be a very very good uh, situation. I loved it, man. I, I love that. So, guys, if you want to be a part of the show or if you just want to email us, please email us at governmentspeak. That's G-U-B-M-I-N-T-S-P-E-A-K at gmail.com. And just like I said, man, just we, we want everybody to give us feedback. We want to hear your opinions. If it's a topic that we're not covering that you want us to cover, hit us up, man. That's 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 what the show is all about. We want to be more interactive and we want to make sure that we're entertaining you guys the best way we can. So, hey. That was it. Thank you again for listening and thank you for your support. We'll catch you next time. BYK Radio.